0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, February 12th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki.
1: And I am Broadway Radio's Matt Tamineni.
0: Don't forget, guys, uh, we do have a Patreon and you should be on it because I am on it and Matt is on it and everyone is on it and it's patreon.com slash Radio. You can get all of our good episodes, which is all of them, by the way, uh, before they hit uh, our website, broadwayradio.com. So anyway, I, I had this show coming up with Matt today and in preparation for that, of course, I did all the Broadway news stuff that we're supposed to prepare for. But I I did some extra homework because I'm an overachiever as far as like classwork. I'm not. I never did homework. I never read the books. I watched the movies and um, I watched The Masked Dancer last night because oh. I know how important it is to you.
1: It is. It is very important <laughs> to me. I, I, As I said, I'm a bigger fan of The Masked Singer, but this is a yeah. good placeholder until the masked singer comes back in march so um but i appreciate the effort it it, that means a lot to me i mean i know all it (laughs) meant is that you watched an hour of television that came on before a show that you were already going to watch anyway but i appreciate the effort it it means a lot to me what did you what did you think
0: so here's the thing i didn't realize that there were so many celebrity judges I did not realize that it was Ashley Tisdale and Craig Robinson hosting and Paula Abdul, who is the formative, one of the, one of the most influential people as far as like, me dancing was concerned because I was like, Oh my God, she was a choreographer. Like she's in the opening credits of can't buy me love. Like she was a a full out choreographer and dancer and then turned like pop singer. So I was like, I could do that one day. (laughs) LOL. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I, I, I look up to her very much and I'm so glad that she is on the panel as well as like Dr. Ken Young, which I was like, what is he doing here? But he provides so much color commentary. It's really good. I had a good time and we got to see the reveal of the zebra.
1: Yes. No. So I won't. We won't do the spoilers. But. Oh it, right, right, right. But because I respect, I've unfollowed people who have spoiled The Masked Singer. Um, <laughs> before I had a chance to watch it. But the final three contestants that are in the finals next week—it's a two-hour finale. Um, mm-hmm. Cotton, Cotton Candy, the Tulip, and the Sloth—I um, think are by far the best three dancers uh, of the entire season. I've got yeah. some guesses on on who those people are. Okay. but but I'm all over the place like it's so hard with dancer because and I've talked about this with Oliver roth our our, our friend here mm-hmm. at Broadway video um because he's a big fan of the entire series <laughs> it with singer the singing is the biggest clue you get you know because like you can be like right. okay I know that voice it's not the same with dancing um no, so it's, it's all these hard other clues. yeah and there and Singer is the same way with all the clue packages and all that stuff, but, like, mm. the singing is the thing, you know? And so, yeah. <laughs> like, that's how you figure out who people are, and it's it's a little harder, so I'm a little more all over the place with this. I feel like I'm going to be underwhelmed by some of the people because of who I've built up in my head as potentials, mm. but... I think they're the three best dancers, and they're really good, and they're really fun. So I, you know, if you like dancing, and so you think you can dance, is like in my top ten favorite shows of mm-hmm. all time. So um, since that wasn't on this past year, uh, yeah. this kind of fills the hole in the, in that place in my media consumption.
0: You know what? I also realized though while watching it, just because it kind of ties into what we talk about, which is theater, um, the fact that the headpieces can they do so much to hinder the dancing. Like I was watching the tulip last night, who was my favorite performance of the night, um, doing the polka because it was so strange, but also incredibly accurate. Like, like, she pulled it off magnificently. And so I was like, oh, it's so interesting because they're extremely limited as far as like, I mean, I I think about when I have a literal mask on right now b- due to the pandemic, how I will bump into things. Like <laughs>
1: because are you wearing the mask properly, Grace? Like you know it goes over I your am. mouth, not your eyes.
0: No, but it's where it sits like underneath my eyeballs and like where it covers my nose, because it should be covering your fucking nose, people. Sorry. No. Um, but <laughs> so where it where it sits, like I I bump into things because I just have this like depth perception issue already. Um, which spoiler, um, I'm weird. And, um, so yeah, like I was just thinking about how this giant thing sitting on their faces and like all the Broadway dancers that do this often as like, puppets or like just um, like Julie Taymor people have yeah. to deal with this all the time. Uh, so it was just kind of interesting. I never thought about it until I was watching it last night.
1: And what's interesting is, is that like the identities of all the contestants are so well guarded. Like even when they're rehearsing mm. with the dancers, they wear the mask like nobody oh. knows who they are. Um, I think this season they've, they have one main dance partner that they work with mm-hmm. who probably does the actual choreography kind of like the whole so you think you can dance and yeah. dancing with the stars thing. Like they know who they are because they've actually given clues. But like when they're dancing with like the full range of dancers, like the backup dancers, they're in their masks. Nobody knows who they are. They're not allowed to talk to anybody. Like they actually go around wearing shirt, t-shirts, and sweatshirts that say don't talk to me. Um <laughs> so I mean it it's a big deal. They they do as much as humanly possible to prevent anybody from figuring out who these contestants are
0: all right well i'm i'm see i'm so glad i watched it I'm proud and of now you. It i will start watching it <laughs> i'll start watching it before we have shows so that we can catch people up yeah. because guess what guys it is kind of a gateway to theater and i hope you're all are watching it so uh.
1: yeah and singer comes back in march and singer is even better than mass dancer
0: yeah so there you go there's your plug before we get into the news of the day, we're going to take a moment to talk about our sponsor, ExpressVPN. So I like streaming TV shows like The Masked Dancer, like uh, The Sopranos, which is what I watch pretty much nonstop. Um, And I have no other option for entertainment these days. That's just how it goes, folks. Like, we can't go to live shows. Um, But whenever I am roaming around my house, doing artwork, cooking the same meal that I have cooked for the past seven months, um, I like to (laughs) take my devices with me. And whenever I go from like the bedroom, the bathroom, the kitchen kitchen, the living room, wherever, I need to know that ExpressVPN can work on all my devices. And it does just that.
1: It does. And one thing that's great about ExpressVPN is that they put a stop to anybody and everybody who tries to collect your data from your internet connection, whether that is your internet service provider or hackers or some sort of phishing scheme or some sort of um process if you go to a website. ExpressVPN puts a stop to that. They are completely secure and encrypted and provide a direct connection between your device and the internet so that when you're online, nobody sees your activity. What's even better about it, though, is that you can put it on your router, which means that even if somebody comes and visits when people are allowed to visit, not right now, obviously, <laughs> but if someone comes to visit and who brings their own phone or their own tablet, they can log on to your router with your Wi-Fi password, if you can ever remember what it is, and then they are also protected through ExpressVPN. It's a great thing to have, especially for people um, who like to entertain and have people over for stuff. But if you don't believe me, because I'm certainly not a very trustworthy person, neither is Grace. (laughs) She's already admitted. She has depth perception issues, which often is synonymous with lying. But if you don't believe us, ExpressVPN is the world's number one rated VPN by CNET, wired the verge and countless other industry experts yeah
0: i trust nerds so if you're like me and you believe uh, your online activity is your business and your business only secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash broadway radio today use my exclusive link expressvpn.com slash broadway radio and you can get an extra three months for free that's expressvpn.com slash broadway radio So we're going to get into some news. Um, Andrew Barth Feldman is joining High School Musical, the musical, as a series. Um, You guys probably know and love him from Dear Evan Hansen and Ratatouille, the TikTok musical. Um, He's joining the cast, which is exciting because that means there's a second season. Um, The cast and I are excited for fans to see how Andrew will expand our East High Cinematic Universe, said the executive producer Tim Federle, which if you guys remember, like, has written a lot for Broadway and you know he's an icon and, and, and been on Broadway yeah so after winning the 2018 Jimmy Awards which as a high school sophomore yeah I said that as a sophomore so stupid. He won, it's
1: stupid
0: it's like crazy good um, he made his Broadway debut a year later um, as Jeremy Hansen. Evan Hansen. Um, and then uh, he also will be attending Harvard University next year. So I've casual. Heard I've heard of yeah, it. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? Like it's hard?
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: see? Do you see? I uh, know you care about Legally Blonde. I
1: do. I do. <laughs>
0: Uh, So for season two, if you're unfamiliar with High School Musical, the musical, the series, um, the East High Wildcats is just the same as your regular old high school musical. They're performing Beauty and the Beast as their spring musical, and they're Mm going to go off to their against their rival high school, North High. And it's just supposed to be this intense student theater competition. And if you if you guys are familiar with high school theater, the stakes are high and that is no different. Um, as far as High School Musical, the musical, the series. Um, it's currently on Disney Plus, the first season. You guys should watch it. Andrew Barth Feldman will be playing a French exchange student, Antoine.
1: I have a feeling what role he is going to be cast typed <laughs> into uh, uh, a pigeonholed into playing in Beauty and the Beast. So uh, very excited to see that. I haven't watched yeah. season one. Um, I've never seen a High School Musical movie. Um, what? What? I, I'm old. You forget no, 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 this place. No, no. Yes.
0: No, Matt. Matt. Yes. What are you saying right now?
1: I'm saying. <laughs> You've never seen it? No, I am old. <laughs> I know I. But you
0: like Legally Blonde? You've never seen High School Musical?
1: Yes, very different things. Um, Legally Blonde, the musical, is one of the most underappreciated theatrical uh, pieces in the history of the performed word. And I will not hear any arguments. But, like, I don't even know what. Alexa, when did High School Musical come out?
0: I think it was like 2005. The film High School Musical was released about 15 years ago on January what? 20th, 2006. Oh, shoot. I was so close.
1: 2006. I just realized that at that point I was 24 years old. I was okay. not watching right. Disney Channel. So, But I I okay. love and appreciate all the people who are Um, involved with High School Musical, the musical, the series, whether it's Tim Mm -hmm. Fetterly or, oh, I can't remember her name, who's the lead, who's the teacher. Um, She was in um, Something Rotten. Um, She's great and funny. She has the skanktastic. Heidi... no, no, no. The other, uh, the other woman, uh, oh. main woman, um, John Cariani's, uh, love interest in it. But anyway, it doesn't matter.
0: Well, Olivia Rodrigo also stars in the High School Musical, the musical series, and she just had this breakout hit, yeah. um, driver's license which if you're not playing that on loop you are not a youth and i understand your struggles yeah uh, but i'm just saying that next week's episode of today on broadway is going to be a one-woman show entitled grace aki does high school musical for matt and
1: <laughs> Thank you. you guys
0: need to tune we'll in We'll put it on patreon
1: We'll put it on patreon that's a good way to get people to uh to do At it my venmo yeah exactly <laughs> tickets are free I, yeah and i will say just as a plug of a friend of mine uh, my friend yeah. uh kira kennedy does an amazing cover of driver's license go go check it out on her instagram page
0: oh very nice i'm sure it's really good i've heard her other stuff she's like fantastic um so yeah we'll we'll have to tune in so next up uh the broadway advocacy coalition has announced a roster of panelists for part one of its next b way for blm which is broadway for black lives matter forum um called what now with janine tessery rachel chavkin kate shindle and warren adams from black theater coalition brandon michael Nace from Broadway for Racial Justice, and Destiny Ray from Bold. The event will be moderated by Amber Iman, who I don't know if you guys saw Shuffle Along, but she was really important. And I was really obsessed with her and that show, but also what she's doing with Broadway Advocacy Coalition is amazing. Um, So along with uh, Richard Gray, it's gonna be held Monday, February 15th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be signing up. I don't know if Matt will be signing up. I hope he is, uh, but it, it's going to be excellent. If you guys didn't already tune into their other forums, highly recommend. Part one of the What Now Forum asks us all to examine our commitments to supporting uh, Black, Indigenous, people of color's leadership in the theater industry as we prepare to reopen and begin a new year. Uh, in what ways are we implementing the promises that we made last year to fighting racial injustice? You know, um, So here at Broadway Radio, we highly encourage you to join BAC or Broadway Advocacy Coalition as they gather for an open dialogue with industry leaders on the work that's brought them here and the work ahead. Please stay engaged in the fight for change, and we'll also be putting that in our social medias as well.
1: Yeah, and what's great about this is I go to all of these that I can. The problem is they do a Mm -hmm. lot of them at like 4 o'clock in the afternoons, which is great for people in the theater industry who, you know, But it's it's hard for me. But what's great about this is not only is this one at 6 p.m., but it's on uh, President's Day, which is the day that I get off mm-hmm. from work. So um, I will definitely be tuning in. And I think what's really interesting about this is that they have a panel of of a number of black theater representatives. But then they also have three white women. And Janine mm-hmm. Tessori Rachel Chavkin, and Kate Schindel, who are going to also be talking about this. So I think this is a really interesting way um, to to kind of approach this. And I'm really looking forward to what they... Uh, What they have to say on Monday. Yeah.
0: So uh, the Black Theater Coalition um, is partnering with Broadway Records for an album, including two dozen tracks from new works from both established and emerging Black musical theater writers. Uh, The album is set to be released later in 2021, of course, um, with an official release date. TBD, we will let you know. So submissions are currently open for the project, as well as being accepted through March 31st at BlackTheaterCoalition.org, Songs will be selected by a panel of industry professionals and hopefully those professionals aren't a bunch of white guys sitting in a room. Uh, (laughs) Along with writers, the project looks to elevate and create opportunities for black engineers, arrangers, orchestrators, music directors, copyists, music contractors, and musicians reflecting the entire black theatrical music ecosystem. Black Writers Amplified is produced by Broadway Records and Black Theatre Coalition in association with Jacqueline Bell and Jarrett Murray. I like that this will incorporate people that we've heard before and people we've never heard of before. And it includes all of the people that aren't heard the technicians, as they said, the entire musical ecosystem.
1: Yeah. It's I, I imagine that when you say, hopefully it's not a bunch of white dudes singing room, I (sighs) bet there's going to be at least one white dude who is a very good friend of Broadway radio who's involved with that. But it sounds like they really are trying to make this a project led by Um, black artists and black um, producers and stuff like that by bringing in people who aren't just the black writers that's one of the main problems we often talk about is is that even when black artists and black creators or any person of color um, gets an opportunity to create something they often have to do it in the constructs of what is already existing that is essentially a bunch of white people that have to you know basically approve of their work Mm -hmm. to have it happen so putting these black writers um and i'm assuming performers as well in a situation where the people who are making the decisions the people who are doing the actual legwork to make this happen um are black people themselves i think that's huge and i think that's Mm -hmm. one of the things that hopefully bac um can kind of get moving in the rest of the theater industry so that it's not just black artists and black creators as an island unto themselves but starting Mm -hmm. to see the whole production team from top to bottom kind of reflecting the diversity that we see in the rest of the world and we definitely should see in the theater industry as well
0: yeah we like to hear it we like to hear it and that again like you know i'm i'm totally cool with you know white people exist and they make choices um i'm totally fine with that
1: i can confirm
0: can confirm um it's just hard when I see a lot of like grant opportunities and things like this coming out of the woodwork. And I'm like, cool. Are the people that are making the choices of whose work gets put out? Are they all white people? Cause then that's also weird. So I appreciate that it's, it's going to be a, um, yeah, a good mix of everyone. And it's just, it's just about equity guys. That's what we want. So, um, Secrets. This is oh, this is like gossip hour for Broadway Radio. This is <laughs> gossip. It's not gossip. It's like confirmed gossip. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Chapman's Dodge College hosted a masterclass last night, uh, which featured Lena Waith as a guest speaker. And during the class, Waithe revealed secret, secret, secret that she um, has a theater project in the works with Debbie Allen oh and God. covered yeah I I know I was like oh shoot um it covers everything from like the writing process to the importance of networking and authenticity and storytelling to race in the entertainment industry so if we can find that masterclass, we will link it to you um so here's what Wade said I'm gonna try my hand in theater because Debbie Allen is pulling me in so that's a whole new way of writing for me um book writing for the stage all of it is a constant state of procrastination meets productivity and um uh what's that can confirm can confirm that's true
1: yeah so So wait hold on Hold on, Grace. I want to break this down. I want to do a little, like, detective work on this. Yeah. She's saying book writing, which is not which is different than, like, script writing. And right. Debbie Allen is involved. So it sounds like she's writing a mm-hmm. musical, right? Musical.
0: Exactly. That's what I was like. I, I wonder if Matt's going to say this because I thought the same thing. Book writing for the stage is so much different than I'm writing a script for her. Right. So Lena Waithe is the first Black woman to win the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Writing for a Comedy Series for Aziz Ansari uh Netflix series, Master of None, which if you don't want, if you've never watched the show, you can literally just watch the Thanksgiving episode that she wrote and go, that's an incredible piece. Um, <laughs> and she also produced and wrote Queen and Slim, which I don't know if you guys saw. Good, on, very good movie. It, it's so good. Yeah. Um, and is regarded in Time Magazine's 100 most influential influential people. So this is going to be big. She's never done this as for Debbie Allen. She most recently shared a dance project on Netflix. I know if you don't, I know, you know who Debbie Allen is, but I'm just going to say this because this is what it was important to me. She just did dance dreams, a hot chocolate nutcracker, which featured my friend, Kylie Jefferson, just saying, so she's obviously an iconic choreographer. Lena White is an iconic writer, Does this mean we're getting a musical?
1: I think it means we're getting a musical. What type of musical? Or, I mean, maybe it's not like a traditional musical where there's like a composer, but maybe it's um, she's writing a book that will include Debbie Allen choreographing dance pieces kind of like as the songs, but not necessarily original songs. I don't know what it is, but I am here Mm -hmm. for it. Between this and then Amber Ruffin yesterday, like you and Mm -hmm. Ashley talked about joining the uh, some like at hot team. Like, I'm all for this infusion of black smart comedy writers from the TV and movie world coming to Broadway. They're
0: amazing people. They're booking work left and right. They're going to be fine. I just hope that this opens the door for even more writers that are coming up. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, that's just how it's going to go. So, in feel good recommendations for the day, uh, Renee Elise Goldsberry and Grammy-winning singer-songwriter Brandy Carlisle have recorded a cover of "I Put a Spell on You" for the soundtrack of the documentary slash drama, The Social Dilemma. Now, I don't know if you had an opportunity to watch it last year, Matt, on Netflix, but everybody was taken aback by this Netflix um, show. Did you watch it?
1: Hell no. Uh, (laughs) Look, I will tell you this. Okay, so um, everybody, I know this is a documentary, so it's not exactly the same, but everybody loves Black Mirror. I do right. not like Black Mirror. Um, I don't okay. I don't think the shows are, I don't think they're very good. I mean, in my experience, whether it's the British or the American version, I don't love yeah. Black Mirror. This was essentially Black Mirror for real life, from what I understood. <laughs> it's also stuff like that, like, I've been working, you know, for websites now for seven, eight years. Totally. Um, like, I'm aware of the crappiness that happens online, especially in social media. So I did not watch it. I would not be surprised if I end up having to watch it. For my full time day job, um, if we mm-hmm. cover it at some point, um, mm-hmm. I don't know that we will. Cause it's not exactly true crime, but it's yeah. kind of. But I stood, I flew away from that thing as fast as I could because I was like, I do not need to watch that stuff and let it mess with my head.
0: No, like I, I watched it with my parents, and I was like, yeah, I know this. Like, I'm not trying to be like, yeah, I already knew this, guys. Like, I'm not that person that watches a documentary being like, oh, you all have been fooled. I knew the whole time. Oh, that's like, me. no. That's okay. <laughs> but as a person that works in social media, yes, I know this. <laughs> like, I know a lot of this stuff. Uh, so it's always funny when people are like having these revelations that, you know, your phones are listening to you and all this stuff. And I'm like, know, what do you, how do you think that they're sending you ads for the thing you talked about you didn't google it you talked about it duh they're gonna send you an ad um so it, it's just kind of but uh, you know the more i got into it i was like oh i didn't know that um but i just like that we're gonna hear renee elise goldsberry's voice on anything so i'm gonna listen to the song as my point Yeah. So of course, remember, you can go to expressvpn.com slash Broadway Radio to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. And as usual, you must go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Broadway Radio and broadwayradio.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can get lots of exclusive breaking news that is either true or false. Who's to say? I will let you know if it's not real like I did today. (laughs) But thank you, of course, for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on all the social medias. You can follow me on Twitter at at Grace Aki-chan, and on Instagram, at Grace Yaki. Don't worry, Matt. I am remedying all of it so that it makes sense. Nice. But Matt, where can people find you?
1: They can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at BWW Matt.
0: Great. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great weekend. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.